Welcome to the Government Technology Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Langan. In this episode, we will discuss the federal government's digital evolution. Over the last few years, government agencies have evolved rapidly to better meet the needs of citizens. However, to ensure the success of this citizen-centric evolution, it is critical that agencies establish a strong foundation so that modernization efforts can scale and adapt to the ever-changing needs of a digitally-driven life. And for our conversation, I sat down with Catherine Pfeiffer, who is the Chief Delivery Officer at Coronix, to discuss strategies for ensuring the successful transformation of government services. And I hope you enjoy our conversation today. And Catherine, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Sure, sure, sure. Great to have you. And let's start at the top. So what would you say are the three key success pillars for the digital evolution, if you will? Sure. Well, I actually think there are four. So number one would be taking the time to complete a thorough discovery of what you have and how you need to evolve to meet the government and the end user's needs. And this would include using data to access trends, identify pain points, and develop performance key metrics that can be used to help make strategic decisions. Number two would be identifying your strategic execution strategy. This really includes identifying the people, technology, and organizational changes needed to support the desired solution. Three is executing a controlled implementation process, ensuring compliance with objectives, requirements, and strategies. This encompasses um, product management, design, development, change control, security, and compliance. And finally, we have iteration. Uh, This really means uh, we repeat that discovery strategy and execution pillars in a continuous process to adjust for end user experience, feedback, evolving customer needs, and policy changes. So for me, really, the four pillars, like I said, are discovery, strategy, execution, and iteration. Oh, that's great. Thanks, Catherine. Appreciate those insights there. Yeah, and let's talk about barriers. Like, what is the most significant barrier, in your opinion, to creating a citizen-centric experience? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, So I'd really say that a significant barrier is not having the luxury of completing a thorough discovery, both the government and the end user's needs. A lot of times there's a new opportunity released by the government and they've already decided on their strategy, sometimes even the tools and technology they want to use to meet their objective. Um, Unfortunately, this can mean that the organization is caught in a loop where existing solutions are just given a makeover. This doesn't really solve the underlying problem of evolving from a government-centric experience to a commercially viable citizen-centric experience. In order to really create that solution that is citizen-centric, your transformation team needs to have the opportunity to execute against all pillars, discovery, strategy, execution, and iteration. Okay, great. So overall, like, why is it important to have a user-first mindset really when considering what technology to integrate with your services? Well, there's a lot of great technology out there. Um, and sometimes it can be really difficult to choose the right solution. By focusing on how that technology is going to be used, and most importantly, who will use it, you can create those tight integrations with services that allow both the government and the end user to accomplish the goals in the most efficient and least frustrating way. All of that will lead to a great customer experience. So really in terms of technology evolution and technology certainly evolves very quickly these days, overall, how can agencies be more agile in their digital evolution journeys? So this is really why iteration is so important to the digital evolution journey by continuously making micro and sometimes macro adjustments based on the end user experience, 
feedback, analytics, and an understanding of new tools and technologies, government agencies can stay agile and current throughout the journey. That will eliminate the need for future large-scale modernization efforts. Great. This, this really points us to examples. So what are some examples of agencies that have embraced this digital evolution, if you will? Sure, there are a lot of agencies out there on the digital transformation journey right now. But when I think of those that have really embraced digital evolution, the National Park Service and the Social Security Administration are at the forefront for me. NPS, because their focus is really on creating the best tools to allow citizens to take advantage of the multitude of natural resources. And the SSA, because they have made a Herculean effort to evolve a text and policy heavy customer presence to an experience that helps the citizen rather than hinder them. That's great. You know, Catherine, really appreciate your time today. And before we sign off, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners today? Change is hard and evolving can be even harder. Finding a partner who helps you navigate through the journey is crucial. Take the time to find a partner who listens both to your needs and those of your customers. and does not just lead you to a solution because it hits the current buzzwords or makes them the most money. Once you find that partner, you will be better equipped to avoid the pitfalls and the roadblocks that might otherwise stall your journey. And thank you, Catherine, for joining us today. And big thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in. If you're interested in staying up to date on the latest best practices, lessons learned, and proven strategies for leveraging innovative technologies in federal, state, and local government, be sure to visit governmenttechnologyinsider.com. I've been your host, Matt Langan, and until next time, so long.